Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, good evening, everyone. I am so excited to share with you the information I have tonight. Uh, I was mentioning a few minutes ago uh, that I, I was really excited to see everything that was going on in your group as far as the new, as far as this launch going on, and so many people getting involved. And, and you guys are off to an amazing start. Um, what I also want to say is that's great. And there's momentum, and um, that'll carry you so far. And But what you need to really start to focus on now is growing personally, like we talked last week, uh, in order now for your businesses to continue to grow. And as you bring on new people, you need to grow more. And it's a process. And that is uh, one of the chapters we're going to be talking tonight, the law of process. And basically what it says is that leadership develops daily, not in a day. It's the little things you do every day intentionally that are going to add up over time where your leadership abilities are going to grow, which is going to enable you to grow your business and, and work with your teams. And, and before I actually go into the material, the thing I really want to mention is this. You want to grow your leadership skills, but this is all about leaders growing leaders because what happens is a lot of times we might be good leaders, but if we don't develop that leadership skill and help the people below us downline develop those same skills, what happens is you end up restarting all over again with people because they come in, they come in for a while, they might quit if things start to go bad a little bit. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers these. Um, I'm dating myself now. On the old Ed Sullivan show back in the 60s, there was this guy that used to come on every now and then and he'd be spinning plates and there was, I don't forget how many plates there were and they were on these long poles, and he had to keep going around and keep them going and keep them spinning so that they wouldn't fall and break. And that's what it feels like sometimes if we don't develop leaders below us is we're always going around trying to keep this plate spinning and trying to make things go ourselves. And there's not enough hours in the day to do that. And quite honestly, you're going to be burnt out, and that's when it gets really tough. So... Having said that, what you want to be able to do is take some of these principles that we're talking about and internalize them well enough so that you can go on and, and teach some of these uh, to the people that you're working with. Law of process, like I said, it's not something that happens in a day. You're going to continually do this. You're, you're going to grow whether it's this business or anything in life, you want to be continually growing every day. 
And there's a great analogy in this book, and I'm going to read it. I mentioned earlier I don't usually just read from a book, but I thought this was such a good story. And if anybody's read this, this is awesome. It says, Anne Scheiber was 101 years old when she died in January 1995. For years, she had lived in a tiny, run-down, rent-controlled studio apartment in Manhattan. The paint on the walls was peeling, and the old bookcases that lined the walls were covered in dust. Rent was $400 a month. Shabra lived on Social Security and a small monthly pension, which she started receiving in 1943 when she retired as an auditor for the Internal Revenue Service. She hadn't done very well at the IRS. More accurately, the agency hadn't done right by her. Despite having a law degree and doing excellent work, she was never promoted. And when she retired at age 51, she was making only $3,150 a year. She was treated very, very shabbily, said Benjamin Clark, who knew her as well as anyone. She really had to fend for herself in every way. It was really quite a struggle. Scheiber was a model of thrift. She didn't spend much money on herself. She didn't buy new furniture, as the old pieces she owned became worn out. She didn't even subscribe to the newspaper. About once a week, she used to go to the public library to read the Wall Street Journal. Imagine the surprise of Norman Lamb, the president of Yeshiva University in New York City, when he found out that Ann Scheiber, a little old lady whose name he had never heard and who had never attended the college, left nearly her entire estate to the university. When I saw the will, it was mind-blowing, such an unexpected windfall, said Lamb. The woman had become a legend overnight. The estate Ann Scheiber left was worth $22 million. How in the world did a spinster who had been retired for 50 years build an eight-figure fortune? The answer is, she did it one day at a time. By the time she retired in 1943, Ann Scheiber had managed to save $5,000. She invested that money in stock. By 1950, she had made enough profit to buy 1,000 shares of Sharing Claw Corporation stock then valued at 10,000. And she held on to that stock, letting its value build. By the time she died, those original shares split enough times to produce 128,000 shares worth $7.5 million. The secret to her success was that she spent most of her life building her worth. Whether her stock values went up or down, she didn't sell it off with the thought, I'm finished building now, it's time to cash out. She was in for the long haul, the really long haul. When she earned dividends, she kept getting larger and larger. She reinvested them in additional stocks. She spent her whole lifetime building. While other older people worry they may run out for funds before the end of their lives, the longer she lived, the wealthier she became. When it came to finances, Scheiber understood and applied the law process. And I wanted to read that because it's a great analogy to how leadership development compounds just like that money compounded over the years. Doing a little bit every day, setting it as a priority. Um, the secret of success is really found in a daily agenda that you put together for yourself. If you continually invest in your leadership development and letting your assets, so to speak, compound, the result's going to be that you're going to grow. 
over time. When you look at your goals, and if you have, I, I, meant, I saw that you guys were going to be doing something with the dream board with Steve, you really need to invest the time and look at your goals every day and then look at your activity every day. Do the goals, does the activity match the goals and the goals match the activity? If your goals are to make such a, a six-figure income and have a home and put your kids through college and whatever it happens to be, you have to then look and see every single day, are you moving toward the direction of your dreams or doing other things that are taking away from the time you should be investing in your dreams? So you really need to do it daily. The other thing that I, I would caution you too uh, in this whole process, it's, as I said, it's not overnight. Practice patience with yourself. Be your own best friend. Believe in yourself. Accept and learn from your failures. You can probably expect eight to ten failures for every one success. If you get really good, you might get three successes out of ten. And that's not a bad average. 300, if you're a baseball player batting 300, guess what? You're a multimillionaire. So don't worry about the times that maybe you might invite somebody into your business and they're not ready yet or whatever it happens to be, or things aren't growing as fast as you're going. I'm going to tell you right now, having been in business my whole life, in one way or another, things never happen exactly how you envision them in your mind. There's going to be times where there's a roadblock, where there's things holding you back. But if you keep your purpose and your vision in mind and your goals in mind, you find ways around those. And it's a mindset. You really do need to develop resilience. And, you know, when you see something come up, just keep on going. Um, you know, the old saying, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. One of the best books I ever read was an actual book I read years ago, and it's entitled Sometimes You Win and Sometimes You Learn. If you have a situation, whether whether it's a win or or you didn't win in a particular situation, analyze it. What went right? What are the things you did that went right to make things happen? And conversely, if you have a situation that didn't quite go the way you wanted it to go, sit back and just, you know, don't get really upset. Take a look at it and take it in stride. Things aren't always going to go well. Um, Edison failed 10,000 times before he invented the light bulb, but his attitude was, I found and discovered 10,000 ways that it wasn't going to work, but he just kept persevering and just kept on. And that's really what the law of processes is all about. You need to just keep rolling. It's going to be a process. It's what you do every day in, in your business, in your personal growth. And set, set goals. I know for myself when I'm doing personal development, I set a goal to read at least 15 minutes every day, more if I have the time. Um, if you're in the car a lot, Use that. I, I call that my university on wheels. Basically, every book now 
everything that's been written, you can get on cassette um, CDs that you can listen to in the car. Some people learn better that way. Some people do better reading. I like to listen to things and read them, and the effect of your learning actually compounds because now you're seeing it, you're hearing it, and it internalizes a lot better. Um, you know, practice patience with yourself for the process. Um, don't ask how long is it going to take, you know. There's nothing more annoying than that. If you have kids and they're in the back seat and you are traveling somewhere, how many times do you want to hear, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Enjoy the journey. Don't worry about how long it takes. And don't compare yourself to other people. You know, there might be people that maybe build faster than you do in your business, but that's okay. Because everybody comes from a different background and might have already had something else going for them in the meantime. The pace you're going at is the pace you need to go at. You might need to develop more things in your life in order to make your business what, to where you think you're being successful. But also practice patience with the other people in your business. They're going to have the same struggles and things and things to overcome as you are, some more, some less. You know, spend time really focusing on building your team. I think we talked about that a little bit last week. Um, you know, love on your people. Form those relationships. And that's what's going to keep people going even when times aren't necessarily going terrifically great. One of the things that I really wanted to touch on this week, and it's something that um, I was reminded of again this week, uh, kind of goes hand in hand with what I wanted to discuss anyway, but on my personal mentoring call with John Maxwell this week, he was talking about this. He was talking about selling. And what he said was essentially stop selling and start enriching people's lives. Selling is about 90% people knowledge and 10% product knowledge. Use the products that you sell. One of the things that I've seen in the past with people in network marketing, they're all about selling the products and even products that they've never tried. Well, how can you be excited and say, hey, you really need to use this product and you've never used it? Unless it's something that you've personally used you're not going to have any credibility trying to sell it to somebody else. And believe me, people pick up on that. They know when people are sincerely excited about a product because they've discovered it, they've used it. And they know when people are just, for lack of a better word, blowing smoke just because they're trying to make a sale. Sit with people personally. Get to know them. Be passionate about sharing your product with others but the big thing is be interested in who they are and what they need more than what it is you have to sell. I know from kind of looking, I went online, you guys have a wide range of different products and not everybody is going to want every single one of those. Everybody has certain likes and things that work for them, things that don't work for them. Get to know them. 
I mentioned the other day a little bit about um, form, F-O-R-M. When you're trying to get to know people, somebody had asked last week about, oh, how do I meet people if I don't have a big list of people? When you're out just doing your grocery shop and if you're out at the park with the kids or whatever and you get to meet people, hey, how are you today? How's it going? Great. And form is simply family, occupation, recreation, and money. People will mirror what you ask them. So people love to talk about their family, ask them about their family. Oh, great. That's great. Oh, what do you do for a living? You know, if you live around here, get that conversation. Recreation, people will talk about, hey, I love to play softball. I love to go to concerts. I love so if you ask enough questions, you're going to find common ground. And when you do enough of that, the subject of money comes around eventually anyway. And they're going to ask you, well, what do you do? Oh, I'm a teacher, and oh, by the way, I own a, I'm a network marketing company. This is what we do. Great. And so it goes from there. And I could spend literally two hours talking about this and, and demonstrating, but if you, I, I, I'm sure Lori knows about this and, and some of your other leaders, um, get in depth with them on it. But I just wanted to bring it to your attention because that's really a great way to get to know people. And if you use that formula in your head, you'll always have things to talk about with people. So and last on this subject I wanted to mention, you know, if you focus and your foundation is basically money driven, that your business is not going to work for you. The foundation you need to build your business on is the foundation of leading people, loving on your people, like I said before, believing in them, valuing them, and and just really working with them to help them grow to the point where they need to get so that they can be successful as, as well. You know, don't focus on making money. Focus on making people. You know, never focus on, you know, necessarily growing the business, but focus on growing your people. And when you do that enough, repeatedly, daily, working with them, letting them know you care about them, the money's going to follow. It's literally a law of the universe. If you help enough other people get what they want, you'll get what they you'll get what you want. And let them know that they have everything inside of them that it takes to be successful. Connect people and, and also challenge them a little bit. Because a lot of times people go, oh, that could never be me. Or, well, why? God made us all with an instinct to want to do better and, and, do, and grow better. Um, I believe personally... There's not a dream we can have that we haven't been equipped to succeed. So, I had planned on covering a couple of different laws last night, but there's so meat, so much meat in this one that I think I'll save the other one for next week. And what I want to do is get some feedback. I'm going to open up the line uh, and unmute everybody. 
But again, and we did a great job with this last week, is um, we can't all be talking all together because then I won't hear it, but if people can jump on one on at a time with questions, um, I'll be glad to stay on the line as long as uh, anybody's got a question. So hold on, let me unmute. There we go. All right. So who's got a question? Hello? Hi, if someone's trying to speak, I'm not hearing. Questions, comments? I have one. This is Lana from Piala, Washington. Yeah, hey, Me and Trish were um, talking earlier, and I was talking about how, you know, another, um, you know, another businesses I've been in before. It was like you were saying earlier, how about the spinning, the plates spinning, and, and you're trying to get everything done, and you're trying, and nobody is taking anything seriously, and um, it's, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it's, I told Trish, I said, I don't want to have to, you know, I want to lead people to succeed. I want to, you know, I want to mentor. I want to, I want to be a leader. I want to be a good leader. I want, um, you know, to show people and how to duplicate that. And right. um, a lot of people, they, I don't know what it is, but like they sign, I, I don't know why they sign up to do this business and then, They've got every excuse in the in the book to um, not, you know, not do it like a business. And so, um, you know, I told her, I said, I, I don't want to have to babysit. I don't want to have to, you know, drag somebody. I don't want to have to be the pest banging on the door or ringing the phone and ringing, you know, going, you know, can you, uh, you know, do, you know, trying to make them be excited. I, I So, you know, this time I am just going to wait for, I, I mean, I'm going to be a good leader. I'm going to do what I'm told to do. And, um, but I'm not doing, I spent so much energy on people that didn't want to do anything. And, and you really, um, you have to like pick your battles, I guess, and, uh, and, and use your time wisely. Well, I can tell, yeah, I can tell you from experience that, um, you, you may not be spending a lot of time with it. it, it you know, it's the old 80, 20 rule. You're going to spend 80% of your time with 20% of the people in your business that really want to go right now. And people grow at all different levels. A lot of times when people aren't doing anything, sometimes it's a matter of self-confidence or they don't have that sense of urgency right now. But I've had people that um, have been in some of my businesses for uh, ever. And I still stay in loose touch with them, and, you know, they're happy to buy their products. Some people are only going to get in because they want to be able to buy their products at a, at a better price. And you're always yeah. going to have that. You know, I have people personally, their coaches, because they can get their Shakeology for $100 a month instead of $130 a month. Yeah. And and they're happy with that. Or their, or their workout programs or their protein or whatever it happens to be. And you know what? That's okay. You're still going to make some money there. But what the other thing I found is if, if you keep up a friendship, 
they still touch base with them. Maybe it's going to be once a month. Just, you know, zip them an email, give them a quick call. Hey, thinking about you. Hope you're doing great. You know, a lot of times I've had people that have literally sat on a business for three years and then all of a sudden something happens in their lives. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, I need to make some money. Oh, I need to. And they're going to all of a sudden grab the business and start to work it. And they're going to call you and they're going to say, hey, you know what? I've been piddling with this for the last three years. I'm ready to get serious. Can you help me? Absolutely. And I let people know, hey, this might not be your time right now. I get that. But when you're ready, I'll be here. And that's the best you can do. Run with the people who want to run. And, you know, not that you're going to cut ties with the other ones, but you're going to spend 20% of your time with those 80%. And like I said, 80% of your time with the people who really want to run. And don't get frustrated by it. It's human nature. Yeah. I mean, think about it this way. In most multi-level businesses, even if you have to sponsor 100 people to get 10 good ones, those 10 good ones is going to multiply, and you're, you're going to have plenty of money coming in the door, believe me, and friendships yeah. and whatever it happens to be. But, you know, earlier I was talking about relationships and, and loving on your people. Some of those people that aren't quite ready right now, because they have that relationship with you, they're not going to totally quit. Right. And in fact, some people are going to build the business more because they don't want to let you down than because they want to build it for themselves because you've developed that relationship. Right. So that's, you know, so hopefully that gives you some comfort in the whole situation. I know it can be, trust me, I've done multi-level marketing for a long time, and it can be frustrating. And it used to really frustrate me. But you know what? Um, One of the best things I've ever heard on this is is listening to Jim Rohn, who is a world-class speaker, author, uh, one of my early idols in in the speaking business. And, you know, he, he compares it to the parable you read in the Bible about the sower and the seeds. You keep sowing the seeds. Some are going to fall on good ground and really take root and really grow. And others are going to fall on rocky ground, and you're going to wonder why they got in in the first place because they're all excited, and when things don't go well, they quit, and so forth. And 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 that's probably the best analogy I've ever heard of building network marketing businesses. So you you go with the ones that are on good ground and run. Good. Who else has a question or a comment? Love to hear from you. Um, I have a question. Sure. Who's this? This is Danielle from Northern California. Hey, Danielle. How are you? Where in Northern California are you? I am uh, about 45 miles north of San Francisco. Oh, okay. I've never Are been there, but seen pictures, and everybody I talk to that's been in that area love it. Well, when you come this way, you'll have to come, and we'll go wine tasting. It'll be awesome. Hey, that works for me. All right, let's do that. <laughs> Sounds good. Put your group so, together, and you can hire me in to speak. We'll do that. How's that? All right, that sounds good. I'm going to write it down as one of the future goals. I am. I'm writing it right now. I'll take Beautiful. this and I'll send it to you. 
<laughs> but I do you have late, a question. Yeah, yeah. Hey, send it to me on Facebook. Okay, I will do that. Um, I did yeah, have a question. I wanted yeah, to before, find before out. Before you ask me that, can I just say this? And whoever's listening and Lori was on the line, if I don't remember to do that, remind me to post my email address in the group because inevitably somebody might have a question between calls, and I'm glad to, if you want to email me with a question, uh, glad to answer it. And I'm sorry for disturbing. Go right ahead. No, that's perfectly fine. Um, I work my regular job full-time, and I'm sure there's a lot of other ladies that mm-hmm. also have full-time jobs. And so I wanted to know if there's a, a good formula to be able to give enough um, time and energy to my business, but do it smarter and not work harder. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you really want to do, and this goes along with what we were talking about, about um, the law of process, is that you want to be consistent doing something on a daily basis if you can. And um, what I do and what I recommend, you know, people in my business do, you know, everybody, everybody, especially if they're working, has this challenge. Um, I have a date book, a calendar book, and I lay out my week. Every week I sit down on Sunday, and in fact, we'll sit down and say, okay, what have you got going on this week? Thursday night's church night, this is that night and work and whatever it happens to be and I schedule out my week and where I where I have the time I block in this is my business building time and nothing unless there's an emergency somebody's got to go to the hospital or something obviously um that's my building the business time and everything else gets shut off and that is it I you know if you can devote an hour every day Make it a power hour. Take that time and just devote it simply to your business and nothing's not going to disturb you. If you've got kids in the house, great. Hey, guys, you know, go watch TV, go play out, go do whatever. This is business. Mom has to take care of this right now. If there's something going on, we'll take care of it. You know, if you're starting at 7 o'clock, just say, hey, at 8 o'clock, this is when I can talk to you about it. Right now I have to do business. And and explain to them, this is just the same as if you had to go to work. It's your business. Um, There's a lot of things, if we don't do that, that can really interrupt our time. But you really have to make it your time. And, in fact, somebody was asking this last week, and I said, hey, you know what? If all you have to give that day is 15 minutes, do the 15 minutes. You know, you might not have an hour of time, but if you can – Block off 15 minutes here and 20 minutes there. You can still come up to that amount of time. Um, what I know some people have done is if they have a list of people that they want to call, say they have an hour for lunch at work, they'll go sit in their car with their cell phone in their list and go make phone call. We all have 24 hours a day. If you're sleeping eight hours and you're working eight hours and commute time figure ten hours, that's eighteen. That still leaves you another six hours a day. In that six hours, there has to be time that you can put into your business. It's a matter of maybe you have to shuffle some things to make that happen. But believe me, you do have that time. 
Does that help? That was awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Who else? We got a lot of people on the call, so somebody might. I have I a actually question. have a question. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, my name is Maureen. From I'm from New York. Um, hey, Maureen. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. I uh, I actually just purchased my kit, so obviously I'm kind of starting um, brand new. So um, do you have any advice on, on how you would uh, promote something that's that you don't even really have in front of you yet, but you, you know it's good, you know, you know everything about it, you've read about it, you, you see all the products, you, you read about the different ingredients and things of that nature. I mean, is that what I'm solely basing everything on at this point? When is your kit coming in? Well, you know? I just I just signed on yesterday. So, however, okay. however, you know, so that's what it is. I don't want to bring it up too soon, and then it kind of gets boring uh, if they don't see anything. Um, but kind of bringing it up a little bit in advance, um, and I'm and, and I'm talking about the chemicals and the ingredients and all the things that mm-hmm. the U.S. will allow, and 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 how over in Europe they don't allow these things, and and making conversation. But I, mm-hmm. I was just thinking if there's other ways to, you know, bring it yeah. in. Do you have people, now some of these people that you're speaking with, are they people that are in close proximity to you, that live in the same town, a friend of yours? Yeah, no, we all all in the same town, and uh, we live in a a pretty nice area, and uh, everybody's very health conscious, so I I don't think it's it's a hard thing for people to realize how good of a product this is. You know, this is almost like putting two different, you know, every direct sales company into one, only it's the healthiest you can get. Well, here's, here's what I would do, especially since you have all these people. You know, if you're talking to them, you know, just let them know that, hey, I, I just signed up to this. My kid's coming in, the product. Um, I think it's something that you, you might, you'd probably be interested in. I know you're into, you know, health and, and so forth. When it comes in, let's all get together and let's kind of sample this stuff together and see the things we really like, and then we can go from there. Kind of make a little party out of it. Yeah, no. And, and kind of like, hey, I, I, you know, I can only invite a few friends, but, but I was thinking of you. Make people right. feel special, and then they'll want to come. You know, and it's like, yeah. well, let me know if you can come or not, because if you can't come, then I'll call somebody else. But if you can come, that'd be great. And really make a fun night out of it. Maybe do a little potluck. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. And just really get together, and so. That'll kind of build some excitement for your product before it even comes in. So now they're anticipating. Well, uh, when, when's it coming in? When's your kid coming in? Oh, uh, oh, next week, great. You know, and then you can say, hey, let's get together Saturday night or Saturday night, whatever it happens to be, what day that, you know, most people can get together. And just really make a fun time with it. Just say, hey, I'm really, you know, I really read into this and it's something that I think, you know, I'm really going to like. And uh, I thought of you because I know you're into a lot of the same stuff that I enjoy. So let's, you know, let's do this together. And you, you from that gathering, you, you're probably going to have people that are either going to be customers or they're going to be like, hey, how do I get in on that? And they're going to be excited about it and, and they're going to want to join you. Now and, I want um, to join me. It's very exciting, yeah. yeah. Now I, I see, I yeah, want. building up the yeah. anticipation. That's awesome. That's great. Thank you. You're welcome. Who's next? I'm seeing all kinds of people up on my board here. Washington, Wisconsin, Ohio, Alberta, Oregon, Iowa, Ohio, Texas. Who's on from Texas? 
questions, comments? Okay. Well, if nobody else has any other comments, I am going to wrap it up. Um, I will post this on. It will probably be up, ready to hear the recording probably in the next 15, 20 minutes. And, um, and I'm going to post my email address in the group so that if anybody comes up with a question they can think of uh, once we're off the line, feel free to email me and um, we can either chat online or um, if you leave a phone number and the best time to call, I'll, I'll call you directly. So with that, everybody have a great night. We'll talk to you soon, next week, same time, and we'll try to delve into another chapter or two. Hope you all have a great week. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.